Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, 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 everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on... uh, a celebratory Veterans Day here as the country uh, remembers its veterans uh, with the with the uh, uh, beginning of this uh, honoring of Veterans Day from uh, uh, the 11th day and the 11th month and the uh, just after World War One. Uh, this was commemorated as Veterans Day, and I believe in the mid 50s it was uh, uh, recognized as a national holiday, and. Uh, uh, Today is a day that we uh, we welcome the veterans and thank them for their service. And, uh, boy, it's been great listening to everybody that the turnout today was uh, pretty good at all the, uh, at all the uh, uh, various uh, functions. But tonight we have a special guest host sitting in, in with us. Uh, all of uh, WATD listeners will recognize her beautiful voice. And uh, we welcome making her debut, Audrey Constant. Audrey. Hi. Hello. Hello. Good Thanks to for see com- you. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. You are welcome. Welcome to the Veterans Voice. Yeah, I'm excited. Here it is, you know. Here we are. I, now this <laughs> is it. You know, put this on your resume. I, I've arrived. Oh, you'll be on the... Ed Sullivan will be calling any day now. <laughs> I've been waiting for his call. It hasn't come yet. It hasn't come yet. But uh, one of my dear friends uh, that we were just talking about how long we go back, might be 15 years as Veterans Advocates... Uh, our our good friend uh, John is in from ESGR, and uh, John, would you introduce yourself for the audience, please? Okay, uh, my name is uh, John Pellos, and I am the area chair for Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve ESGR, and we work with Guard uh, members and Reserve members about uh, their military service and their relationships with their employer. Very good. Very good. And John, yourself, you're a veteran? I am a veteran myself. I've served 31 years, both active duty and in the reserves. And after retiring my days in uniform, I did something trying to help out uh, my fellow veterans. So I've been involved with employer support of the Guard and Reserve, which I'll now call ESGR. And also, too, I've been very involved in uh, the American Legion in the town of Braintree. I've served as a uh, uh, post commander of Braintree Post 86, and I've also, I'm presently the adjutant. I've also served in Braintree as the uh, library trustee, so I've been very active and also in the community of Braintree. Where, 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 do you sleep at all, John? Are you just, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, uh, what, what, what else is there? Well, I think it's still important. It's something that uh, now where people use the word about passion. I have a uh, good experience about it and like to help out fellow veterans or even trying to be a good citizen which I think that's always important whether people are you know veterans or not they can always try to be good citizens and especially of help our men and women that that served in the military that are serving and also their military families so it's a good way to help and to meet a lot of great people who really want to do a lot of good things and try. And John we talked earlier about the Garden Reserve playing a bigger role now in the defense of the of the nation. Could you just speak to that briefly? Well, right. Uh, basically, since the draft went away in 1972, that our nation is relying more and more on the Guard and Reserve to fill roles. 
And as we get into even the 20th century, right after Operation Desert Storm, they cut the military down almost in half, and they put more of the responsibilities on the Guard and Reserve, which means also, too, that uh, any time that the U.S. has a conflict anywhere, they have to call on our Guard and Reserve. They've also equipped it with much more modern equipment, but they're still, again, they they're heavily relied on, on the Guard and Reserve. And we also, important when they rely on the Guard and Reserve, it's very important for the Guardsmen and Reservists to have a very good relationship with their employer. Because as I explained to employers, that uh, depending on the needs of the nation, what the National Command Authority needs, one Guardsman and Reservist may go be called to service more often than others. Well, and uh, and so now it brings a whole other source of problems relative to those who have employers, John, but what about, about small business owners? Small business is very, very difficult, especially uh, if they lose maybe one key employee. The larger companies usually can absorb it, but sure. a small company, it's very, very tough. But the thing is, unfortunately, uh, is that the law applies equally to a big company or a small company, so that uh, it's very difficult when a key employee from a small company leaves. Normally, the big companies can do a, a fill or something. Other workers pick it up, the slack. But in a small company, it's very very difficult. The small companies are as small; it can be as small as two. And I've had a case: um, two brothers were running an instrument testing program in uh, Norwood, and one of them got called up, and the other brother had to bring in part-time or full-time help until his brother got back. And it was pretty tough. But also, too, when the brother got back, he nominated his uh, br- brother, who ran the business while he was gone, for a Patriot Award for supporting his service. So you know, it all it all comes back, but it's a different set of, of problems that, 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 that come about. E- even the, the age of the guard and reserve is not uh, that uh, they're not the 18 or 19 year old kids. They're, they're middle, 30s, mid, 40s. They're, they're mid, mid-careers, but also too, they bring a, a skill set to the active component the active component does not have. Most of the time, the guard and reserve units have been together a lot longer. They know each other a lot better compared to the reserve and the active component. The, there's quite heavy turnover. Every year or two, the, practically the whole uh, unit practically turns over. In the guard and reserve, that usually doesn't happen too much. There is turnover in the guard and reserve, but not that much. They bring, Even though they might be a, a shade older, they bring a heck of a lot of experience to the table. Sure. Well, and, and which brings us to the... We always love to see you here on the show, John, but uh, there was a special uh, presentation that we went through before the show, and uh, would you share it with the audience, please? Okay. Just to, being before I explain it, maybe explain a little bit what employer support of the Guard and Reserve is. Basically, we're a volunteer organization within the Office of the Assistant Secretary of Defense, and there's one of us in every state and territory, one of the committees. I happen to be on the, the Massachusetts Committee, and within the, the committee, the ESGR is charged with four things. First of all, we provide education to the employer and the service member about the Uniform Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act, called USERA. That allows a service member to leave their job, get their job back under normal conditions. The second thing that we do is we run an informal ombudsman service. It's a problem between the service member and the employer as a result of the military service we're a neutral party. We're not the serviceman's advocate, but we try and solve the problem between the employer and the serviceman. Sometimes it's a misunderstanding of what the law is. The third thing that we do is anytime we meet with employers, 
We, encu- we encourage them and ask them, would they hire more members of the Guard, Reserve, and Veterans? Because we feel they make outstanding employees. And the fourth thing that we run is an awards program where we tell the service member, if you have a boss or supervisor that's been supporting you in military service, nominate that boss for an, an award. The thing is that it has to go through a, a screening process, and a number of times these wards are, whatever you call it, uh, uh, approved. And I'd be surprised if a number of employers out there are doing a lot of great things for our men and women in, in the reserves. Today I'm here to present uh, a special award to uh, Greg Brasso. It's called the Seven Seals Award, and the Seven Seals basically is not seven animals. It's the seven <laughs> the, the seven seals of the With seven white uh, <laughs> of, the, of the seven reserve components of of the United States military. And it's a special award because it's presented in recognition of a per, of a person or an organization for initiative and support that supports the ESGR mission, which is to support the men and women that serve in the Guard and Reserve and their employers. And I've known Greg for, as he mentioned, uh, well over 15 years. I've also seen all the different programs that he's been involved with, but he also has done quite a bit of supporting Guard and Reserve members, with different with job fairs, advertising things that are going on. And it's very special, and I really like it's important that a number of times that I'm out you know, doing awards, which is one of the nicest things, being a volunteer for the Department of Defense's Employees Support of the Guard and Reserve, is give to people that I know directly. And I've known Greg for a number of time, and I also think that he should be recognized for his great work that he's doing. And I'm just uh, very happy and privileged to be here tonight, especially be- being on Veterans Day. And uh, I think it's uh, very important for the work that Greg does, because a lot of times people don't always understand what the God Reserve, what their mission is, what they do. And it- it's quite a bit today with everything going on, and depending on... You know, the world situation depends whether right now there isn't that many call-ups, but who knows down the road. But the guard still has to, and reserve, have to be trained. And now when our military is becoming much more professional and requires our men and women to be away from their homes um, a lot longer, then they have a special challenge because they've got to balance that three-legged stool between their civilian work, their home life, and the military. And sometimes it can throw out a, it can get out a little out of whack. So, Again, all, they need all the support they get, and one of our uh, big supporters right here is Greg Brasso. And I'm just really honored to present the award to Greg for all the work that you've done and you'll continue to do for, for our men and women, both well, in the guide. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's funny, John, because the more that I do, it seems there's the more that we see to be done. Mm-hmm. And and with the group of team of, of teammates that I have from Wolfie and and Chuck that's uh, out on uh, uh, an engagement this evening, uh, it's a network and it and it's the team and it's one team one fight to quote Dave Henker, and 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 our group of gypsies is Sue Katz, who yes, uh, another know, another one, an, an, another one of us gypsies that just travels around and and spreads the 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 word to the veterans. Uh, you know, we we just uh, we we just keep going, and and if we can't solve the problem, we you know, know somebody that can. There's a lot of people out there doing that, and each one that you know, just from your experience, you could hook someone up with someone that you know in this vet in the veteran circuit, like I do. Like I know you, Sue, and other people that are out there doing. And it's interesting. There's a lot of people out there doing a lot of good work. They're not looking for the buck. They're out there to, to serve our men and women 
on that that are serving us in, 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 in the military, both in the active component and, and the reserves on that. Well, and that's the, the group of guests that I've had on the, on the air here for the last seven years, and you're right there, uh, you know, as a staunch supporter, and, uh, you know, we, we've come a long way, but I think we still have a way to go, John. Yep, but, we're, you know, we're trying to do good. Well, yes, yes, we are. We're and trying. uh You know, one, one person a day, if you can affect that one person... Uh, you, you know, and uh, you certainly uh, affect many uh, with all the endeavors that you're into. So, uh, you know, on, on behalf of WATD, WMEX, uh, uh, everybody here at the Veterans Voice Network, John, I, I thank you. and uh, thank ES, you. I, I, ESGR, thank you. And uh, look forward to another, uh, you know, another 15 years of uh, putting this together. I, I hear you. It sounds good to me. <laughs> well, that's that. That's great. Uh what do you think of this, uh, Audrey? Huh? It, it's beautiful. That is a lovely award. I've never seen one like that before. It, it's it's really nice. And, and the seven seals are the seven branches of the reserves and guard units that are out there, uh, uh, all displayed very, very nicely in this beautiful uh, plaque. And maybe we'll, uh, I don't know if I can trust uh, S. Ed Perry to leave it downstairs. Uh, you should. The last time he did that, he lost the award. But oh, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I, I think we'd like to leave this on display a little bit. Oh, you should absolutely. Uh, that was my question: Are you going to take it home, or are you going to put it in your office, or are you going to put it downstairs? I, I think it should go downstairs for a while. For a little while. Yeah, yes. for, for for a little while, and uh, we'll we'll just see. We may bring it to to show it at different events. Uh, Next year, we're going to be together again in Quincy, John, in July. And, you know, I may bring in, just put that out there, display it on that table Absolutely. so that everybody can yes. uh, take yep. a look at it, you yep. know. So, uh, you know, who knows? It's not the Red Sox World Series trophy, <laughs> but... Uh, Close to it. It means as much to me. <laughs> it means as much to me. So, John, uh, thank you. Thank You're you welcome. again. Uh, glad to glad to do it. I, I appreciate it. And... Uh, uh, if we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break now. We've got a a a, a, a person c- coming in from uh, IVMF, another uh, 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 company that's doing a lot for for veterans transition. If you'd like to stay and 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 hang in there, fine. It's uh, I, I got, know you, I got Mrs. Pellows waiting for me. And I know you've had a long <laughs> a long day, but uh, well, once again, John, thank no, you so thank much for coming in, and uh, you know. Thank you. Thank uh, Mrs. Pellos for sharing us. Yep, uh, yep, yep. She's sharing very patient. With us tonight. Very, very, very patient. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Well, she must be used to you by now, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very again, nice. Thank, congratulations, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this is the the write up on. You can use take that to. We don't have a formal write up, but that came right off the e, the ESGR website. Perfect. Perfect. Larry, want to take us away here, kid? We'll break for these messages, and uh, John, we'll let you get back uh, on okay. the road to Braintree and. Okay. Uh, you know, we'll hear from you again real soon. I'm sure, I'm sure. you will. Again, thank you very All much. Right. Congratulations. Johnny, thank you yeah. so much. Hey, it's Jeff from Brennan Smoke Shop. I know a lot of companies out there are having a hard time filling their positions. Well, we're not one of them. We don't have any positions because our squad is full. My people came right back to work after quarantine, and they've been here ever since. Vax, no vax, my people don't care. They love what they do, they love doing it for you, and I love them for it. Brennan Smoke Shop is a small, family-owned and operated chain. My employees are my family. We're the Brennan Smoke Shop family. 
This year, a special super-duper happy Thanksgiving to Chris, Mike P., Justin, Hannah, David, Brady, Jen, Linda, Amy, Carrie, Thomas, Oren, Rachel, Kiara, Katrina, Mike M., Jane, Jess, Jackie, John Paul, Jason, Heidi, Johnny, Jeffrey, my wife Mal, Mom and Leo, and last but not least, our new addition to the squad, Joshua in Rainham. Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best smoke shop in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Customers must be 21 years of age or older. Proper ID is required. Military families and retirees, you have a choice to make for TRICARE open season. Choose U.S. Family Health Plan. You get the full TRICARE Prime benefit, plus extras like chiropractic care and eyewear discounts at no extra cost. Choose from a large network of civilian doctors and hospitals throughout New England. Learn more at usfamilyhealth.org. That's usfamilyhealth.org. U.S. Family Health Plan. We keep TRICARE simple. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, uh, along with uh, co-host of the evening, uh, it's certainly not Chuck, but, uh, you know, if I have to be uh, here with someone, my choice would certainly be with my dear Audrey. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Audrey, for for all you do and your support us during the day. On you're your, very welcome. On your daytime show. And uh, you're on every day from 10 to 2? I am, 10 to 2. And you were just voted the most uh, uh, most influential disc jockey <laughs> in North America? Wow. No, not quite. Not quite, no? I wish. No. Uh, uh, best DJ on the South Shore. Oh, boy. From South Shore Home and Lifestyle Magazine. Yeah, Very nice. So that was Very... really cool. And here you are. I've never won anything, and I, I didn't even know that I was nominated for that. So that was pretty cool. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Well, welcome, uh, for, thanks for joining me tonight. You're welcome. Yeah. And you're going to need another wall to put all your awards on. Well, I don't know. I got I got a ways to go to catch up to Mr. Perry, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 see. But uh, joining us on the year tonight is a uh, a, a friend of uh, mine that I've uh, that we're coming back into touch with, and one of the big areas uh, that we talk about in the veterans community is transition back to civilian life. And our friends from IVMF have been uh, doing a tremendous job in that area. And uh, on the uh, on on the uh, zooming in, I think we have uh, 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 Mike uh, from uh, uh, IVMF. Uh, are you out there, sir? I am. Can you hear me? Oh boy, you loud and clear. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. Or zooming in tonight. I am. Uh, I'm thrilled to be here. It, it sounds like I'm coming in on the heels of many awards having been won. That's the for both of you, congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Y- you know, we do what we we do what we do here. Uh, you know, we have our own little niche. Uh, ATD has provided us uh, with with this great um, down home, like a Mayberry radio station, almost. Uh, <laughs> that, that we just, uh, uh, you know, we, we we do the local news and 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 so much of what we do is. Uh, uh, in the veterans community is local, and and you are very much involved in in the in the veterans community as well. Um, would you would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about uh, IVMF, please? Sure, I'm happy to. So my name is Mike Haney. I am uh, the vice chancellor at Syracuse University in Syracuse, New York. But maybe more relevant to this conversation, I'm also the founder and executive director of the Institute for Veterans and Military Families. Uh, the Institute for Veterans and Military Families is a is a um, national academic institute that is is focused on the social, economic, wellness concerns of the nation's veterans and their families. And 
Um, while we do many of the things that you would stereotypically expect of an academic institute, you know, research and policy analysis and advocacy, we also run, uh, we do direct service delivery. So we run programs um, around that theme of transition that you highlighted uh, for veterans, service members, military spouses, all over the United States uh, to, to a very large scale. You know, this year, somewhere between 22 and 24,000 transitioning service members and, and veterans, as well as military family members will take part in programs that we run focused on career preparation, skills training, credentialing certification, business ownership. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty large portfolio of work. Well, Mike, and that's something that we've been talking about here on uh, Veterans Voice for a number of years, that we may have the most well-trained military uh, force in the world, and we spend years uh, training them uh, to be the great soldiers that they are, but maybe we don't spend enough time training them to get back into being civilian life, but that's where you folks come in. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point, and, um, you know, the the reality is, you know, there is a, a huge investment in preparing um, a young person who raises their hand and, and volunteers to serve, preparing them to serve successfully, you know, whether it's on active duty in the guard reserve. Um, but I agree with you. We don't do enough um, when it's time for that, that, that service member to take the uniform off and, and make that transition to civilian life, whether it's to a job, a career, you know, to higher education, um, and, and even more generally into their communities. And um, matter of fact, there's a statistic I, I, I came across uh, um, recently, while it's, while it's true, as, as, as you alluded to, and I said here, um, you know, depending on your, your military career field, um, you know, the, the U.S. government spends upwards of, of $20,000 an individual. And that's, you know, that's that's for a, a, a pretty generalized military career field um, in in training, et cetera, getting somebody ready for the military. But on average, only about $900 per transitioning service member preparing them um, for what comes next. And I, I think um, there's a lot of work to be done. That That is where we focus. Um, you know, the, the knowledge, skills, and abilities that someone leaves the military with are, are readily transferable to the civilian world of work. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's not necessarily about providing new skills or different skills. It's simply helping the service member translate what they did in the military in a, in a, in a, in a, in a way that can be communicated to an employer um, in, in terms of, of making those knowledge, skills, and abilities relevant to a particular civilian job. And, and we do spend a lot of time um, in various programs that we offer um, supporting uh, service members in that translation, if you will. And, and a lot of them, Mike, seemingly I've talked to over the years, they don't realize the skill sets that they've been developing until somebody points out to them, oh, did you do this? Well, that's great. Employers want you to be able to do that. Can, did you think on your own? Well, yeah. Well, the, and there's you know so many soft skills that the veteran comes to the table with that need to be brought out and refreshed. And, and you know, your, your, your group is really growing over the last several years, has it not? Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, the, this year actually is the, uh, the 10th anniversary of the founding of the Institute for Veterans Military Families. And, you know, when, when the Institute was created, 
you know, truth be told, it was a it was a small team of of three or four folks and um, a few student employees that we had. You know, today the institute team is it's more than a, a hundred full time professional staff um, operating programs at on seventy uh, military installations across the United States. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, serving a, you know upwards of twenty two twenty four thousand um, transitioning service members a year. So it, it, it has been uh, um, quite a steep growth curve. And I, I think that speaks to, um, you know, both the need and the opportunity to do this kind of work in support of the military connected community. Now, Mike, in your, in your mission, would you, um, obviously you're paying attention to the, to the soon to be um, uh, transitioning uh, veterans that are coming out of the uh, uh, service. What, what about some of the older veterans that maybe have gotten passed over uh, have you got time to deal with those uh, veterans as well? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think our one of our mantras is, if you will, you're always transitioning. Um, you know, and whether that's transitioning out of the military today, or you are a veteran who is um, transitioning from one stage of your, um, you know, post-service career to another, or transitioning from um, you know, maybe it, it was that you your transition from military service was to higher education, and 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 now that chapter has ended, and it's time to transition um, to a to a job or career. All of the programs that we uh, offer at the institute are open to any and all veterans, um, regardless of what stage of transition that they're at. And and uh, I, I always make a point to when we talk about veterans to not forget our military spouses. I, I think sure. one of the um, underappreciated and underrepresented communities within or segments of the military connected community are our military families. And and uh, we have made a point to ensure that all of our programs are also all open to military spouses as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike, at this point, if you don't mind holding on for a minute, we'd like to take a, a halftime break. We've got a couple of messages. we we're going to come back and, and touch on some of the other points uh, that uh, we, we want to bring out ab- about your organization. So hold on, please, Mike, and we'll be back uh, after uh, these brief messages, please. Take it away there, Lav. At Sullivan Tire, we don't do ordinary. Our performance is truly extraordinary. Example, our biggest Black Friday sales event ever. So big, it's happening all month long. Save on just about every tire brand we sell, including Michelin, Goodyear, BF Goodrich, Kelly, Continental, General, Yokohama, and more. Mail-in rebates on select brands and instant savings on the Sullivan Tire alignment and protection package with the purchase of any tire brand. We're even offering 10% off on all maintenance throughout November. Talk about extraordinary. See SullivanTire.com. Military families and retirees, you have a choice to make for TRICARE open season. Choose U.S. Family Health Plan. You get the full TRICARE Prime benefit, plus extras like chiropractic care and eyewear discounts at no extra cost. Choose from a large network of civilian doctors and hospitals throughout New England. Learn more at usfamilyhealth.org. That's usfamilyhealth.org. U.S. Family Health Plan. We keep TRICARE simple. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio with uh, hostess with the mostess, uh, dear friend Audrey Constant, uh, uh, in tonight to kind of take a look at what's going on. And uh, 
Wolfie's just arrived. He just flew in, but... Uh, nothing, nothing ever changes. You get an award for the veteran voice for doing terrific stuff. I just came back from an award night in Boston, the Caribbean Festival, and it's a clock, <laughs> and the first words on it say, be smart. Be smart. So, see how well everybody know knows me? Do they talking to? Yeah. I'm always late. Be smart. That was the, I'm looking at the thing. I said, is this for the right person? What an insult that is. Oh, oh it's beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, to expose you to this, yeah. buddy. Uh, yeah. You know, you never can tell. We're, uh, we were equal opportunity uh, uh, radio station yeah. here. So, Mike, I want to introduce you to our good friend, Craig Wolf, uh, with the Red Cross. And uh, he, he's one of, the, one of the folks out there that's in the middle of the night uh, trying to save veterans' lives with us. Yeah, we set up some programs like you did where we're just 22,000 people short of the 24,000 that you do. So Yeah, Mike's got a little different uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, plate. But, uh, Mike, the IVMF, uh, you, you really, uh, you, you're really going to be uh, really tested over the next coming couple of years, aren't you, with the drawdown of the military? I think so. You know, I, I think, uh, um, you know, Pretty routinely, 200,000 or so folks every year leaving active duty, and, and that is not inclusive of, of the constant transition that happens in the Guard and Reserve. You know, I also think, it, and it will be interesting, um, you know, now that I, I think we've we finally closed a chapter on, you know, the, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, the other unknown as we continue to work in this space, all of us together, um, is you know that the the extent to which the American people will continue to be focused on this community in the way that um, that they that they have been uh, over the over the post 9/11 period, you know I, I certainly hope that um, that that while you know conflict might not be in the news every day, the the American people continue to provide support um, to those who will continue to serve um, in the nation's defense. And, and that, that's sort of an unknown and an uncertainty as we, um, as we move forward. But I, I do think the, the workload um, will certainly be there in the, the you know, years to come. Well, and Mike, look at the dangers and the training uh, missions that the, uh, that the soldiers uh, go through. Uh, we lost a, a young Marine from uh, Hingham recently that was uh, killed uh, was uh, uh, in uh, Hawaii. Their helicopter crashed in the middle yeah. of the night. Just their training, Mike, is difficult. They don't even have to be in a war zone to be in harm's way. That's ex- that's exactly right. Um, and and I think you know that those that the the opportunity for those kind of tragic events to happen is daily. Um, and you know, and we will we will still have. Um, you know, American soldiers, airmen, sailors, Marine deployed, Marines deployed all over the world um, in in various missions. And, um, you know, that 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 tempo of operations, I think, um, while it may be reduced um, some, it will continue to be significant and 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 really test the infrastructure that exists both in the public sector and the private sector, um, you know, to 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 support the, the military connected community. Well, I, I, I don't know what it's like in Syracuse, Mike, but uh, around here the employment situation is getting really difficult, and it seems like uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the way that the employees, uh, employers are being stretched right now, seems like hiring a couple of vets might be a nice way to kind of solidify their, their, their grasp and uh, just bring uh. in a couple of uh, responsible adults. That can come in and uh, won't uh, run when the when the when the heat gets a little bit warm. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it's a no brainer. Um, you know, probably in, in, in a way, similar way you're experiencing it, it, it is amazing. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, in, in our community and, and across uh, upstate New York, for example, we're seeing um, businesses that can't open um, yes. because they, they, they can't um, field a workforce. And um, everyone that I talk to, I tell them they need to look at veterans and, and military spouses. Um, you know, I, I think uh, not, not only to, to solve their, their short-term, as you alluded to, the short-term need, but also to begin to bring into their workforce um, folks that are that are resilient and resourceful, and and as as these businesses continue to face challenges, um, you know, like like COVID, like the pandemic, uh, um, folks that that will will stick with it and and show up to work for every day, show up to work every day, work hard, um, and and make those companies better. Well, and we're going to close the night out after after we wrap up in a little while, Mike. We've got a CEO uh, of a company calling in tonight that uh, has been contacting us uh, uh, about uh, hiring veterans, and we're, we're beginning a big career push uh, here at the Veterans Voice, and this is going to be a, a high-tech company that uh, has a number of job openings, and uh, we're going to try to you know, convince some vets to take their uh, <laughs> electronic skills uh, and put them to work and uh, earn a, a real nice living. So, uh, you know, we're trying Wonderful. to keep that transition process going, Mike. But that is great. We'd like to depend on you for some hints and suggestions and let us know uh, what what you're finding is most helpful. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's great. And you know, when I talk to when I talk to CEOs and business leaders, it's really about building the business case. You know, the 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 reality is, um, in addition to technical training skills, knowledge, um, you know, there is a very compelling business case for why our companies what, you know, should be hiring veterans. Sure. They come to the workforce with with global experiences. They um, you know, they've traveled all over the world. They're comfortable working in different cultures. It's a community that is inherently diverse uh, across um, every measure of diversity that you want to apply, yep. um, you know. So if, if you're a company that 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 cares about um, diversity, why would you not look at the the veteran community as a pipeline um, for future employees? They're yep. entrepreneurial. They learn yep. how to make. They learn how to accomplish the mission, um, often in the face of of resource constraints and and challenges. They just figure out how to get it done. So I think the business case is really strong for, you know, leaders in business to recognize that the the veterans community really is a is a treasured national asset as it relates to employment. So, Mike, if you if you could share with us some of your contact information uh, 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 of what you're doing in, in Syracuse, yep. uh, would it be through the university or would it be through well, the IBMF be... uh, website itself? Yeah, yeah. So the, so the best way um, for anyone who wants to access any of our programs, and I, I should have mentioned right off the bat, all of the programs that we offer from uh, the IVMF are free. So everything we do is without any cost whatsoever to veterans and, and military family members. Anybody who wants to access any of those programs, learn more about how to plug into them. Best way to do it is just go to the website of, of the Institute. So the website address is IVMF. Dot syr dot edu, and on that webpage you can find all the information you need about the programs, 
you know, how to access them, how to sign up, how to take advantage. Yeah, that's SYR for Syracuse. Yep, is it Syracuse it is. University, Wolfie? So that's yep. ivmf.syr.edu. You got it. Perfect. Yeah, between me and Wolfie, it takes us three pencils, uh, two erases, and... Uh, I've already crossed it out twice. <laughs> we got a couple of cross-outs. Yeah, we had two cross-outs. If you just said orange, we would have had a chance. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, uh, but and, and you folks really have, have seen some astronomical growth. Uh, I remember 10 years ago bumping into you guys at uh, Northeastern University with uh, Colonel Jim over here just... Uh, extolling the your, your ideas and here you are uh now creating this uh th- this huge transitional program and mike just in the nick of time kid just in the nick yeah. of time yeah it, it has been you know i'm a by by academic training i'm a professor of entrepreneurship i i teach business ownership and, and entrepreneurship and I, I i will tell you it has been certainly an entrepreneurial journey uh, matter of fact just this week um, last week, actually, last uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we cut the ribbon to open um, a, a, a new facility on the campus of Syracuse University called the National Veterans Resource Center. Um, a, a big, beautiful new facility that is the now the home to the Institute for Veterans and Military Families, but also a, um, conceived as a national center of excellence in higher education around the issues impacting veterans and the military connected family and military connected families. So. You know, our hope is really to leverage this footprint and this this flag in the ground, if you will, this this big, beautiful new center um, to to engage higher education more fully. Um, college, the nation's colleges and universities have a role here. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, too many of them have been sitting on the sidelines over the last uh, over the last 20 years. And it's time they get in the game. So that, that's part of what we're trying to do at uh, at the university more broadly. Well, it, and it seems like the 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 um the private universities mike are a little bit slower to 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 catch on to the value of even recruiting veterans to come to their school yeah which which to me um you know still fifth now 15 years into doing this work i still don't understand we you know uh, veterans on a college campus make that college campus better sure you know they 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 you know connect and plug into you know on our classrooms and our in our student governments, on our athletic teams, um, they they bring um, a perspective to an academic environment. They bring experiences to an academic vi- environment, which are invaluable. Sure. Um, so I, I, I really think um, you know it's a missed opportunity for the nation's colleges and universities um, to to kick open the doors wide to this generation of veterans. Well, we're we're doing our best to spread the uh, word here, Mike. But uh, once again, uh, the the contact information is ivmf.syr for Syracuse.edu for people, Mike, that would want to find out more about uh, your programs and how to participate. You got it. Michael, thanks so much for uh, coming on the air tonight. And uh, we'd like to have you back on on a regular basis. Keep us posted and... uh, if you're anywhere near the Boston area, make sure that uh, you're, you're coming on a Thursday night so we can get you in here on uh, in person. You got it. I'd like to come by and see that award that you won earlier. Oh, so we, we got it. we're going to have a whole room of them. So come on <laughs> up. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll buy your lobster salad sandwich. You got it. Well, thanks so much for having me. Have a uh, great rest of your night. All right, Mike. Thank you, you so too, much. We Bye-bye. appreciate it. Bye. But that was Mike Haney from uh, IVMF. Uh, 
uh, Institute for Veterans and Military Families. And, Wolfie, that's what we've been talking about for how many years? Uh, the exact thing. The exact you thing. You know? And we didn't know about it. No. So there's your proof right there. We don't know what the hell we're doing. There's your proof right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions? Call in. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so <it's, laughs> Just call in. Just, Just call, call in. We'll straighten you right out. Yes. What the yes. hell just happened? But uh, That's brilliant. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Brilliant. You got to yeah. go on that website. It took us three times to write it down, but you got to go. On, <laughs> that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. And if you all do that, then we won't have any business on the other thing. You won't be homeless. You won't be addicted. What the hell are we talking about? Well, and and just the 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 problem and and obviously what happens in the military, they're so regimented about what they do, and 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 you're told to go to breakfast at six o'clock. You, uh, you get up at 5 o'clock. You're at breakfast at 6. You're doing calisthenics at 7. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're out. Uh-oh. Now what? What do you do? Yeah. What, where, what, what, what do you mean? I got to go to school? What do, you, what, what do I wear? Mm. Well, what am I going to... You know, I got to go on the highway? Well, and, and a lot of times, the vets have problems even driving on the highway because of... In, in Iraq... They they would and 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 one of our old guests uh, talked about it all the time. They had a sign in 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 Muslim on the side of their tank. If you come within fifty yards, I will kill you. Oh, so you, you know you got that kind of an awareness going on in theater. So now they come back and they're here, and it's one t- route one twenty eight. You know, and people are diving at them all over the place and talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. And in school, we have a lot of problems with with vets Mm -hmm. just turning around and going home. Yeah. You you know, but it's it's part of the 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 system that unfortunately doesn't get them ready Mm. to come to work at WATD. Right, right. We have to get them ready. We have to. We have to get them ready. Well, we'll we'll. We'll, we'll get them learned. But, uh, Larry, why don't we take our last break here? And I think we have – is uh, do we have one more caller in the air? Yes, we do. We're going to come back uh, with our caller tonight, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Thanks, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. We just got off uh, just got off the phone with Mike Haney from uh, IVMF. What a great uh, – transitional uh, uh, situation they've got going on at Syracuse University. They've targeted this uh, this need within the veterans community to help them to transition. But one of the critical areas of transitioning is uh, a career. And uh, I think we have a, a, a one of our future uh, career companies, our career partners on, on the line. Uh, John, are you out there? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for having me. Of course, John. Thanks a lot for calling in uh, uh, here on Veterans Day. Uh, could you introduce yourself uh, for the audience, please? Certainly. My name is John Cerulli. I'm Chief Executive Officer of Acumentrics in Walpole, Massachusetts. And before we get started, I'd like to really send a thank you to all of our veterans that serve our nation so loyally. It's incredibly important to all of us, uh, and a tremendous amount of respect goes out to them every day. Yep. Thanks, thank, thanks, thanks, John. We we appreciate the comments and uh, talking uh, to your uh, to your rep, uh, Arthur. Uh, seems like veterans uh, play an important role in your firm. Incredibly so, and so Acumetrics uh, for about twenty five years now provides power solutions to the military and all various defense agencies, uh, including backup power, power conditioning, and distribution. 
And over the past five years, we've made it a core fundamental uh, principle of our business to hire veterans. And we've actually increased our roles just in the veterans alone about 5x over the past five years. Wow. And, uh, wow. It brings an incredible uh, amount of gratitude for us to be able to support the community in which buy our product and we are with them all the way and uh, having them as part of our team uh, helps all of us. Yeah, um, that's, well, that's, that's uh, you know, we're, we're seeing that, uh, John, uh, throughout some of the companies, but why? Why would a veteran? And, and we're gonna we're gonna have you on next week, John. You're gonna be on uh, for the whole hour next week talking about careers and the the military experience. But what would attract? Why would a veteran think about coming to work at Acumetrics? A couple of reasons. One, I think it's important for veterans who are coming back out of service uh, to find opportunities at all facets of, of business. And to tell you the truth, in every facet of my industry or my business, from technicians and assemblers up to engineers, accountants, I have veterans scattered throughout the organization. So it's a very well-rounded group of veterans. But right. it's important, I think, for them because it allows them to stay in the game. Why does a former athlete become a coach? It allows them to stay in the game. And it allows them to continue to help their brothers and sisters who are still serving. And I think that that means a lot for them. You know, that's funny because uh, once upon a time, although I was, I'm greater in my own mind than I think the uh, record books will have it, that I was uh, you know, a little college basketball athlete. Uh, but after that, I became a high school sports official just to stay in the game for another 20 years. That's it. That's it. You know, I really we, we all try you know, I, I personally did not serve. I, 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 I refer to my job as an absolute privilege to serve the community in which we do. Um, but I have to tell you, what I've learned over the years of having my position is there is a tremendous amount of loyalty and in, in support and brotherhood and sisterhood amongst uh, the individuals who do serve. That being part of that for life is, is, is critical. So it sounds like uh, any 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 veteran looking to transform their technical skills, uh, but not only technical skills. I I, I understand you're a power uh, company, but you have many many different roles that veterans can fill absolutely. in in your firm, absolutely. huh? Absolutely. Like I said, uh, in in all this, it's selfishly we don't just target veterans to sell our products to other veterans. But, you know, they're, they're all over our organization, like I said, from, from our accounting finance team to our engineering team to our operations team to our sales team. So we have a variety of positions currently open. And, again, we're always looking for veterans first. And uh, to tell you the truth, right now I'm targeting two very specific positions um, in, from trying to source out of retired Army, Air Force, or Navy personnel. Well, I th- I think we're going to be able to provide you some uh, some assistance, but uh, uh, I thought it was important that here on Veterans Day that we bring uh, someone like yourself on, John, that has a real desire to hire veterans. You've already uh, walked the walk, and you and you've got a great uh, uh, a group of veterans already working there. So next week we're going to have you on for an hour and talk to some of your vets that work there, and uh, hopefully we can uh, fill some of those great. Uh, career positions, and I bet they're livable positions, uh, uh, John. Yeah, they're not bad. 
No, I, I'm, I know they're not. <laughs> I, I know they're not. Well, uh, John, I want to I want to thank you so much, and I want to thank well, Arthur thank for uh, finding us uh, out here and putting us together. And uh, we look forward to having Acumetrics on next week. And uh, you know, enjoy the rest of tonight, and uh, we'll we'll talk more at you next week. Talk to you soon. Sounds sounds great. Thanks for calling in, John. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. But good night, John. That was uh, uh, John from uh, Acumetrics, a, a, a company that uh, uh, is looking to hire some vets veterans. So uh, you know, we're we're here to say, uh, you know, bring them on, bring them on. But Wolfie, you have a message. Yeah, uh, this is something terrific. My Susan was in in Afghanistan two times, and it's been a very. Uh, rough situation for her as it been everybody Audrey will you read this because you, you are the only one here that can read and have a nice voice at the same time that's from my Susan who was in Af- and, and, and Greg Susan who was in Afghanistan twice working with the women absolutely okay so the text says can you thank Afghanistan Afghanistan veterans for giving people 20 years of relative freedom and democracy that's not nothing I know it's frustrating but people there were grateful that's that's not a that's not a, a baloney thing. That's from, from the heart. From yeah. your Susan, from yeah. her heart. Yeah, yeah, that's really something. So. Yeah, because there were Thank a lot you. of a lot of the. Uh, uh, it, it was funny. A lot of the Vietnam vets took the Afghan pullout. Oh my God, my badly. guys were a mess. We had a couple of shows on that, oh uh, uh, Audrey. That uh, you know, so some of the. Uh, I mean, we lost all those soldiers over there. Mm. But we lost fifty eight thousand in Vietnam, yeah, and we had to cut the cord at some point in time and we and and that and that was the end of that uh mm. saga, but uh, at least for now we're not in any named conflict, so mm-hmm. you, you know, but what you're seeing is a difference in the military now audrey that that the full time military they are not as many of them right, right. and and uh so the guard is out there, the reserves are out there, and uh Doing more with technology and hopefully more with diplomacy, mm-hmm. you, you know. But uh, so you, you know, Wolfie and I, we have these uh, 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 drive-throughs today, and you yes. helped us oh, with yeah. so much. Yeah, uh, everyone from uh, ADT an, an, sold another, out. Another great day. Forty-five hundred pounds. Most of the crew that came wow. through were veterans. Our, our biggest customers were American flags. Yeah, Aww. but everyone got tons of food. Yeah, and the thing that Greg and you know this station did the most is it has people that we talk about all the time that didn't get the food from themselves came through and gave it to other people for other people it's who so need heartwarming it, yeah. and we, we were almost all sold out by 1.30 we're here till 2 so we'll make sure we have even more food the next time and and the crew of volunteers came down we don't get going until 11, 11.30 they were here at 10, 10.30 everything was done <laughs> yeah. by the time everyone got here because the volunteers <laughs> have such a good time they feel so good they're so happy to, to do the whole thing and it's wonderful and it's the same volunteers and they're smiling yeah. and and the and the people driving through are all smiles. Yeah, there, there were smiles galore out there. Sweet, yeah. everyone's coming. Greg, get over here and say hi. Get over here and say hi. <laughs> all the people are hugging. They're all shaking hands. They're Aww. all. It's really the, the, the WATDA created a monster. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. It's going well, and uh, we weren't sure about the about the uh, uh, show up today, but right. yeah, you know, because day. of Veterans Day, right. we're so ridiculous. Someone says to us last month at the at the veteran, they said, "You know what? Out of respect to Veterans Day, let's cancel the thing." And I said, "Yeah, let's cancel it. Yeah, on Veterans Day, let's starve the veterans." Well, okay, maybe we're not going to cancel it. <laughs>